This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, October 13th, 5.30. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. A lot less uh, hectic out there weather-wise Ooh. as it was this time yesterday. And uh, there were some remnants in my neighborhood as far as like cleanup. We went on our walk last night. It was beautiful. Just like everything that was lurking in the air was completely blown out from that wind. So it was clear. It was gorgeous. But there were like branches everywhere in my neighborhood. I don't know if it was the same way for you. Yeah, I noticed when I got home from the radio station yesterday, some of the down branches, and I mentioned there's one, uh, a tree by my house. It's actually outside my backyard, but presses up against uh, my fence, and there, there's a big branch that's hanging, so I, I think you have to call the Summerlin HOA or call someone because they have to get up in there. It's just, it's just dangling. Someone's got to get up there and chop that thing down. Yeah, there was this one gigantic olive branch, and it was like more than a branch. It was like, it was like legit a major part of the tree. It uh-huh. was so big and thick. And we're like, how did this come down? And then we start looking around. We're like, there's no, there's no olive trees here. Cause it, you could tell it was from an olive tree. And we're just looking, we're like, wow, this came from a long ways away. We cannot <laughs> figure out what is going on. And not but, only blew off a tree, but a tree a miles away and landed in your neighborhood. Yeah. There was like no nearby tree that matched that branch. So we were trying to figure that out last night, but it was a beautiful uh, night. If you spent some time outside, a little chilly though, I was, uh, I completely underestimated the chill in the air. I was like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll wear some, you know, yoga pants and a t-shirt. And I was freezing. I'm like, we got to walk faster. I got to build up a sweat because <laughs> it is so cold out here. How was your night? It was good. I went to the gym last night and I was I was just craving a sandwich. I had a sandwich craving. So after the gym, I got some Capriotis and then I got home last night in time for the Golden Knights game. And if you're thinking about um, cutting the cord, you're going to save some money. I did that a couple years ago. Cut the cord. I have YouTube TV, which is you get the basics. You get what you need. But you don't get any Golden Knights game. You just don't get hockey games. So when I'm able to watch a Golden Knights game, it's extra special. It was on ESPN last night. So I was able to watch the hockey game. And it was a good night last night in my house. Yeah, it was a really good game. And the Seattle Kraken, they came out fighting. They Well, not initially, but they sure did uh, try to make a comeback. So we'll talk a little bit about that and what's trending. Yeah, I caught the 
game last night too. That was a uh, that was fun to watch. See that that was back. My daughter had a volleyball game yesterday um, afternoon, so it was like lots of sports. So we went. Um, she was playing at at the opposing school, and it's always weird to navigate your way into a school that you're not familiar with. So I knew where the school was. I was coming straight from um, Channel A. Was working there yesterday afternoon, and and so I knew exactly where the school was. I go there. And I'm like walking around the school trying to find my way in. I'm like, how do I even get in here to find the gym? So I'm like pulling doors locked. It says it literally says entrance. And I'm like pulling on it. It's like locked. I can't figure out. I see this tiny little girl walk out of this door and I start running towards her. And she's looking at me like, oh, my gosh, who is a stranger danger? And I go, hold the door, please. And I'm trying to sound as non-threatening as I can. She literally walks back in and closes the door on me. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And then after that, someone came out after her. And she was just sitting in there. And I was like, I just kind of looked at her because I didn't want to scare her more. I think I freaked her out. And so I found the gym eventually, which, which was nice. <laughs> That's funny. The, way the, the kid is, you know, they, they taught the kids well. Don't let strangers into the school. Exactly. And she did that. Just happens you're a nice person that she did not allow in the building. She actually cracked me up i was like that's good good for you you did not listen to a stranger telling you to do something i was very proud of her pounding on the door i saw you kid <laughs> no. I in. come on i want to see my kid play how was the game it was good she won uh, or they won which was really good and uh, the other team they they you know they really tried hard it's it's just such an age where you're trying it, the sport is volleyball and so um it's it's an age where Girls are either really getting into it or they are just kind of learning it. And um, it, it's hard, you know, the, mm -hmm. these girls really go out there and try and and they haven't quite figured out the game yet. And uh, they did a really good job. I was really proud of both teams. So, yeah, it was a fun one yesterday. Is there a mercy rule in volleyball? Because I played uh, football that we didn't have a mercy rule in football because the game's always, always close. But I played baseball for a couple of years, and we were not good. And so there's always like a 10-run mercy rule that would just kick into effect. Like, you, you guys are not coming back. You're losing my 10. We're going to call the game. Is there any kind of mercy rule in volleyball? No, it's just the first team to 25 wins. Yeah, and then you have to win uh, best of best of three sets, and, and that's pretty much it as far as, far as volleyball goes. Yeah. Is it bad if we were losing 8 nothing? I'd be rooting for the other team to get two runs. But come on. Oh, Let's just man. wrap this thing up. <laughs> it's five home. innings. It's 5.30 on a Tuesday. <laughs> I want to be home right now. Yeah, there's, there's no mercy rule in that but this, sometimes you feel really bad you know just serve after serve and they can't return anything and this was not the case last night mm -hmm. they returned a lot but I've been uh, to those games where they just keep serving and the poor girls cannot get anything and part of me is like rooting for our team to miss it <laughs> so they can at least get, get a chance something, you know? yeah. I just am like oh come on just miss your serve let's go you know um, and not a, not a pity thing but just like let's let's make this competitive here <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the hockey game last night the way the Golden Knights started off I'm like oh boy this is going to be a route it, it, things turned around but you're thinking if they're just the way they started last night like oh Seattle's not ready to play hockey yeah they were definitely wrong about that <laughs> they were ready to play so we'll get to all that coming up later on this morning but right now let's start things with the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear i want to sex you up by color me bad do you want to hear where do you go by no mercy where do you go Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Mom, Mom, 
choices tweet us with your vote at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or you can text or call us 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 we never gossip or would we let's go Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. This was a story that you broke last week, Mercedes. Megan Trainer and her husband, they have dueling toilets. Toilets. They're right next to each other in the bathroom. Well, on Tuesday, Megan, she gave us a peek at those side-by-side toilets. Did you see the video she did? No. She posted it on TikTok, and it's it's just like you would imagine. There's She's sitting on a toilet. It's kind of cute because she has this. she's by herself in the bathroom. She's sitting on her toilet, and she pans over, and you, you see a second toilet within arm's reach, and this song is playing in the background. The only thing separating the two toilets is one of those stand-up toilet paper holders. I'm looking at it. Oh my gosh, that is so weird. Wow. She wasn't joking, right? They are literally side by side and she has her pants down, which is even weirder. (laughs) Wow. Why is she doing this? Megan. I'm going to DM her and be like, girl, take this down. <laughs> What's cool is they have the little poopery stuff on the toilet, too. Oh, is there? I didn't catch yeah, that. I saw it. It's on the back. That's very cute. Very cute. Now, Megan's going to be very busy because she is a judge on a new show. It's called Clash of the Cover Band. It premieres tonight on E! She's a judge along with Adam Lambert, and there's different cover artists competing against each other, and the grand prize winner will get $25,000, and they'll get to perform on The Tonight Show. Jimmy Fallon is the creator of the show, and we've got some Vegas connections on the show starting tonight. Katie Murdoch, who will be covering Britney Spears, is a Vegas girl. She's been in Legends of Concerts uh, here in town. Connie Pena, she'll be doing Jennifer Lopez. She is a Vegas girl. She's amazing. And then Adam Tucker will be covering the music of Tim McGraw. So some Vegas people on this new competition show that starts tonight on E. Oh, that'll be fun. And Jimmy Fallon behind it, huh? Yeah, yeah. And so I was looking at some of the pictures and videos. Oh, my gosh. These people with their tributes to these artists are just spot on. So two stars, spoiler alert. Two stars went home on Dancing with the Stars. In the fourth week of competition, it was Brian Austin Green and Matt James. They were both sent home during Tuesday's double elimination following back-to-back nights of uh, performances celebrating Disney heroes and villains. So Brian Austin Green had a combined total of 52 out of 80 for his dances honoring Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and Pirates of the Caribbean. And then Matt James, who's from The Bachelor, by the way, had a combined score of 57 out of 80, and his routines were inspired by The Incredibles and The Jungle Book. Oh, that's too bad. I didn't see, so that was the first I had heard uh, as far as who got eliminated. As long as my boy Cody's still on there, I'm fine. Uh, how is, uh, are, you, are you watching up? How is JoJo Siwa doing? Is she doing good? I, I, I didn't watch. I have no idea. Um, I, from headlines I've seen, she's killing it, but I, I have not been watching. Netflix said this would happen, and it now finally has. Squid Game has become the biggest TV series in the streaming services history, and it wasn't even a close race. So Squid Game has been viewed by 111 million accounts within its first 28 days. The prior record holder was Bridgerton, which had views from 82 million accounts within its first 28 days. I'm thinking of watching it again, knowing what I know after at the end of it. I, I want to go back and watch it and see if I can pick up on, on things. Um, I, I really, that show started out slow for me, but once I got into it, 
It was really, really good. Everyone's watching this thing. Yeah. I thought this was interesting, interesting though. It should be noted that Netflix counts a view as someone who watched at least two minutes of a show. So we don't know how many of those 100 million accounts finished the series, because I watched more than two minutes, so I'm counted as a viewer of the show. That's just one view as far as the... You're counted as a viewer of the show, or you're counted as a view of that episode? Of the show. Oh, wow. Well, I think a lot of people watched the whole thing. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if... Well, maybe not. I, maybe they're like you, but I talked to a lot of people who watched the whole show. We were at dinner on Friday night, and my wife just happened to, to bring it up to uh, one of the servers there, and immediately, literally everyone that works in the restaurant got involved in this conversation, just saying how great the show was. Go anywhere. Mention the show. People around you will have watched it. Yeah, it's uh, it's huge. Absolutely huge. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. We've got driver's license. This is Olivia Rodrigo. You knew that. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1501. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, October 13th, 6 o'clock straight up. Thank you for joining us. I uh, just texted my mom because I had a question for her uh, about something. And I, I sometimes I forget people don't wake up as early as I do because I was just like, ugh. I shouldn't have said that. It's only 7 o'clock there. Um, she's an hour ahead living in Colorado. And I, I I mean, there's a good chance she's awake, but it, it's still pretty early. So I feel bad now that once I hit send, it was like, take it back, take it back. I wish I, I had the ability to take back a text before it went fully through. Does your mom have her phone on all the time? Or does she, when she go to bed, does she put it on silent mode or do not disturb when she goes to bed? I think she keeps it on all the time, but I, she she just leaves it downstairs. So that's what I have going for me on my side. She probably is not going to hear it because she doesn't take it up into her bedroom with her. But I just, I always do that. I, I forget that people are not up at the crack of dawn like we are. On the other end, when I get texts after like 9, 9.30, I'm like, oh, don't they know that I wake up early in the morning? But I still am awake, so I, I always <laughs> respond. When my wife is out of town, I keep my phone on all the time. I don't put it on Do Not Disturb. Or If she's home at night, I put it in airplane mode. So I, in case someone sends me a text, I don't want to hear it. So she's out of town, so I just added, I didn't change anything. And this would have been on Monday night. It's like 11.30. Bing! My phone goes off, so it wakes me up. I look over, and, and it's a friend of mine. She sent me a text. I didn't even bother opening it. I'm like, why is this person sending me a text at 1130 at night? I just went back to sleep. And then when I woke up at 3 o'clock, I looked at her text and what she sent. And I wanted to respond, but I started thinking the same thing. What if she has her phone next to her? It's on. I don't want to wake her up, so I'll respond later in the morning. Of course, I completely forgot about it until last night, like 6.30, 7 o'clock. And I go, oh, my gosh, I didn't respond. So I responded last night. I, then I feel like a jerk because I'm taking almost 24 hours to get back to this person. And she was she was calling, you know, texting you late at night. She's like, you up? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then you didn't respond until the next night. I know your I, wife's out of town. <laughs> yes. Hey, isn't Laura out of town? <laughs> I'll put context to it. It's uh, it's Mo, who uh, she works at Nordstrom. She's she's a dear friend, and she helps me sure. out with she helps no, <laughs> my clothes and everything and she uh, a friend of hers was on the 11 o'clock news for something and they had the person's name wrong on channel 8 so uh, she sent me a text like, hey, that's my friend. They're doing something. They have his name completely wrong. And so I, I, I got the message. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and so I wrote her back last night. So that was the text message exchange. Yeah, we, we were just joking. We didn't no, want to imply that anything was <laughs> going on. We know you better than that. But uh, yeah, that's a. it's just when you're on opposite schedules with someone else and they're like, 
texting you at all hours and you're texting them at all hours it's hard to get on track sometimes in that case i just don't respond i just i i feel like it's worse to respond after the fact yeah so many hours have gone by do you uh just changing gears completely here pulling into the radio station is anxiety for you at a lower level now uh yes because we had an issue we talked about this issue for a while Someone was taking your parking oh, spot. Oh, yes, 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 I yes. Ad- I was like, huh? I don't think we addressed this on the air. That person no longer works here at the radio station. They moved on to something better, better opportunities for them. They no, left we got here. them fired because they were parking my spot. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, well, we wrote an email to the boss and they no, made some changes. That, yeah, that is a really funny thing. Yeah, for we were, if you missed it, we were talking about how, you know, when you work somewhere for a while, everyone kind of parks in the same spot, even though there's no reserved parking and or anything like that. And all of a sudden, one of my coworkers just started parking in my spot. And I was, it was annoying, but I couldn't really say anything because we don't have reserved spots. Then we talked about it on the air one day, and I swear to God, that afternoon, if we get an email saying that she's leaving the company and she got a new job, and we're like, the first thing I did was text you guys like, hallelujah. Not, I mean, I'm sad to see her go. Don't get me wrong. She's a very nice girl. But I was like, oh my gosh, you give him a spot back. And so, yeah, for like the past week, I haven't had to worry about that. It has been very nice. Zero stresses when we pull into the yeah, radio station she, now. I wish her well in her future endeavors, for sure. Yeah, she's got some cool things going. <laughs> now, wherever she's going to, they're going to be like, man, someone's in my parking spot. I've been working here for years, and this person just started. They took my spot. What's going on? This morning, we have your tickets to Lady Gaga, Jazz and Piano. We have those at 825. This hour, 6.30, two truths and a lie. Are you prepared for this, this I fun am. segment? I am prepared, ready to go for that. Are you all set? I am. Um, a lie, you know, lies you can think of, but something that I haven't told on the show came to me last night. I was very happy about that. That's, yeah. So we'll get to that coming up uh, just uh, around 6.30 this morning. And then in 15 minutes, this is going to be so fun. Tickets to an evening with Whitney Houston hologram concert over at Harris. We have your tickets, and those are yours when you win. Uh, heads up, and then up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? The VGK take on the Kraken. Why Megan Fox says her life is not perfect, and the long rumored soda is finally coming out. That's coming up in what's trending. It's Ed Sheeran who joined Coldplay in concert. A little surprise appearance from Ed Sheeran last night. We've got that audio. I'll give it to you next hour in the dirt. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? Woo! On Mix 94.1. Okay, Vegas Golden Knights are trending this morning. Well, they uh, they opened the season against the expansion Seattle Kraken last night. Who watched? Who was there? How about that pre-show? That was insanity. It was the first game for the Seattle Kraken expansion team, and the VGK scored first on a goal from Max Pacioretty, followed by a goal from Jonathan Marcheseau. Things are looking good. Nick Haig scored in the second period, along with a Ryan Donato score from the Kraken. Their first franchise goal was followed by their second from Jaden Schwartz, and then Morgan Geeky tied the game up in the third period but Chandler Stevenson he got the go-ahead goal after the puck deflected off of his skate uh there's already controversy about that one everyone's like oh the Vegas Golden Refs always going for the Golden Knights but uh gave Vegas the win four to three the Golden Knights head to LA to face the Kings tomorrow night cool seeing them get national attention too on on ESPN last night and Golden Pipes out there doing the national anthem it was it was a great game they came out I thought they were I thought they were to destroy them the way they came out with those first two goals I'm like oh Seattle's not ready to play but obviously they're prepared and ready to go I um I do 
appreciate them getting that national coverage. However, uh, I'm I prefer I don't I don't like the ESPN broadcast very much. I prefer the AT and T Sportsnet broadcast. That um, it's just the whole teams. They had a the weird camera like angle going on last night. I was just not a fan. I know a lot of people work hard for that, but I prefer the other way. Well, you also get our Shane and Dave as well, which is much better. We have uh, our guys call, calling the game last night. For someone who doesn't get the hockey games because of YouTube TV, I was just happy to have the game last night. Yeah, I could see that. You should probably look into getting <laughs> a different service. Hey, fool, change your ways. <laughs> um, also tre- trending this morning is Blue Origin. Captain Kirk plans to boldly go where no Starfleet has gone before as he heads up to space today. Uh, space tourism company Blue Origin. Uh, did they already go? No, we're. I got it up here. Forty-five minutes out. Okay, uh, they're they're making their second clue uh, crude flight ever today. This time, William Shatner, the alter ego of one of the most iconic space travelers ever, he's uh, joining the new Shepard capsule. By a few other people, there's a former NASA engineer in there. There's an entrepreneur and executive with a French software company. And then Blue Origins Vice President of Mission and Flight Operations, Audrey on there. The four blast off from West Texas this morning, just a few minutes. And a few minutes into the flight, the capsule will separate from the booster and continue on to suborbital space where the crew will get to experience weightlessness and an epic view of Earth before reentering the atmosphere for a parachute-assisted soft landing in the desert. The whole experience, they say, will last around 15 minutes. So there's two countdowns on here. There's T minus 4501, and that stopped counting. And then there's a, like, another counter underneath that with the H, and that's 349. That, that one's counting up. So is it a delay? Huh. I will get that information to you here. Because it was, it was counting down, and all of a sudden now it stopped at 45 minutes. So I wonder if there's a delay, and there's another counter now counting up. So I wonder if there's a we're in a delay right now, maybe? Yeah, it might be. I, I see that. Um, that is very interesting. I saw Shatner earlier. He was looking good. He looked, he looked like he was excited to be going up there. They all looked really excited to be going up there. But they gave him uh, all the um, the crew member. They, they got these special coins that they, oh, that thing just looks like a penis. I'm sorry. <laughs> they got the rocket on their humps. It just does. Uh, they got these special coins uh, for, for finishing their space training. They get to travel up into space with these special coins. They all put them in their pockets. And so when they come down, they'll have these coins that went to space with them. Yeah, that's a nice little uh, nice little remnant of, of the trip. So, yeah, we'll get you more details on that. But that is certainly trending this morning. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are trending this morning. The couple did an interview with British GQ, and they discussed their personal issues. Megan really opened up saying, Quote, we may look at somebody and think that person's so beautiful, their life must be so easy. She noted they most likely don't feel that way about themselves. When asked if that was the case with her, she said, yeah, I have body dysmorphia. I have a lot of deep insecurities. Machine Gun Kelly said that not only does he suffer from post-traumatic stress from his difficult upbringing and drug issues, but he also has an artist's temperament. He says he's working on being as grounded as Megan, but he's not there yet. He does say, though, that she has helped her, him realize that you can't bury your trauma. Just, she, I mean, she's stunning. She's she's a goddess-like look, but every, everyone's got their issues. Everyone's dealing with something. Yeah, you, it doesn't matter how good-looking mm-hmm. they are or whatever. Definitely, there's some underlying issues with everyone. So that is trending this morning. And then finally this morning, Mountain Dew is trending. So we heard rumors about this last year, but now it is official. Mountain Dew is releasing a gingerbread soda for the holidays. And it, it's called Mountain Dew Gingerbread Snapped. 
and it's described as Mountain Dew with a, quote, blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. Why you'd want to advertise the artificial gingerbread flavor, I am not sure. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, what they're advertising. Also, um, this I guess this is coming out soon. They haven't revealed a release date yet, but it's going to hit shelves before the end of the year, I'm guessing before the holidays, too. So that is what's trending. Right now, caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's our number. Give us a call. You're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. You win it. You got a fun prize. We have a pair of tickets to an evening with Whitney. The Whitney Houston Hologram Concert at Harris Las Vegas. The show is so cool. It celebrates the incredible music and everlasting legacy of Whitney. It features her voice, some of the greatest entertainment greatest entertainers uh in the band backup singers and dancers and the hologram of whitney so if you want to check it out all you got to do is be caller 20 right now pick your category pick your partner and if you get six and uh six answers in 60 seconds you are going to win caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix nutty 4.1 hi kim you're caller 20 you ready to play heads up Yes, we sure are. All right. Let's make you a winner. We have these tickets for you to check out an evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston Hologram Concert over at Harrah's. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Walk in the Park, We Like to Party, or Money Talks? Um, Let's do Walk in the Park. Walk in the Park. All right. National Walk to a Park Day was this past Sunday. So these are all things you would see at the park, Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, we're going to go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Kim, who is we? Who do you have with you? I have my seven-year-old, or excuse me, my nine-year-old granddaughter. Awesome. Oh, Kinsey. Kinsey, okay. Let's do this, lady. All right, here we go. we got 60 seconds on the clock. Real simple. Get six correct. You'll get these tickets to an evening with Whitney Houston, the hologram concert. You start now. This is usually the first place kids go to when you go to the park. They run to the... Playground. Yes. This is what you would sit on and watch them play uh, to watch. Yes. This is, you might take this on a walk there. They have four legs. Man's back. Yes. This is, oh, I'm so thirsty. I'm going to go over here and get a drink to the water fountain. Yes. This is, um, they would be in the, in the sky, um, might be on the ground. The pigeons, they're also, they're a type of. Bird. Yes. And the the leaves fall from these. Trees. Trees yes. is correct. Woo! <laughs> and I think we got three starts on the timer. <laughs> Someone was moving the thing. Someone, Steph was playing with the thingy. The thing kept starting. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm not controlling anything right now. But that's okay. We still would have gotten it. You guys I mean, had so yeah. much time to spare. It's not even funny. <laughs> nice job, Kimmy Kenzie. Congratulations. Yay! You're all set. This is going to be such a fun night. You got tickets to an evening with Whitney Houston hologram concert, Harris Hotel and Casino. These shows start on October 26th. We'll have these again on Thursday morning and Friday morning. And up next, it's a Wednesday morning tradition. Time for two truths and one lie. Two of us will be telling you a true story. One of us... Not so much. We will have a liar amongst us. Who is the liar? Can you tell? Make sure you jump on Facebook now if you're close to it. You can maybe get some clues by our facial expressions. That's all coming up next. Two truths and one lie on Mix 94.1. 
The game is two truths and a lie. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've heard well, of yeah it. because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Every Wednesday, we play two truths and one lie, where two of us are telling you the truth. We're being completely honest. One of us, though, is straight up lying to your face. Can you tell who the liar is? We have all predetermined who will be saying what. Do you guys know? I just look, so I know. Yeah, Steph. Okay. Okay. Yep, I'm ready. All right. Any volunteers for first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Sure, why not? Uh, Let me turn this down here. I... Making sure which one he got. (laughs) Once shot a man. What? With a BB gun. Oh, jeez. This goes back. <laughs> Goodness, Jason, I don't know if this is something you want to say on the radio. Ninth grade, this was. And, and uh, in my neighborhood, um, it's funny because eighth grade, I was uh, up to eighth grade, I was in uh, Catholic school. And the ninth grade, I went to a whole new school, junior high, and met these new people that lived in my neighborhood that I kind of knew about, but just really didn't become friends with until uh, we started going to school together. There was this kid that lived up the street. His name was Chris Good. And uh, his British kid, his family was from London, and he had the same interest as me, he, riding motorcycles, dirt bikes, and he liked BB guns. And one day, I uh, went over to his house and uh, went to go shoot some BB guns, and it turns out that he was banned from using his BB gun. His parents had banned him from playing with his BB gun. I don't know what he did, but he just got in trouble, and it's like, you can't be playing with your BB gun. So his mom and dad were out of, out of the house, so we decided to shoot some BB guns, and we're in the backyard, and he set up a target on the side of his shed, and we're just kind of shooting the target and stuff, and he went over there to fix it. And he's walking back, and I'll never forget, I, I shot my little, boom, shot my BB gun. It hit the target. It bounced off the target, and it went into his leg. The BB, the little pellet, went into his leg. And it was there for like a week until it finally came out. But um, we thought about that. it burst itself yeah. out? Like, how did it come I out? don't know if it just like eventually kind of like, you know, just the skin, the body, mm-hmm. like forced it out. But um, so I remember after it happened, I'm like, oh, we sh- what should we do? Should we tell your mom, tell your parents? Like, no, I'm not supposed to be playing with my BB gun. I'm not supposed to have this thing. So we're not going to tell anybody. So he didn't tell his parents, and the thing was in there for like a week. But officially, I can say that I shot some shot someone with a BB gun. Hmm. Okay, I'm sorry, but I totally see this happening. JC's like, okay, yeah, you can't play with the BB gun. Let's do it anyway. And then there's a, it bounces off and it gets into his leg and you can't get it out. So it just eventually came out. You didn't even try to take it out. It was weird. You could see it under the skin. I, I remember seeing it. It was on his leg and it just kind of like went under, like went, if you're watching the Facebook, it just like kind of like went under his skin like a little bit and was. It was just hard to get out, and he seemed kind of cool with the whole thing. He wasn't too. He was more worried about his parents finding out that he had his BB gun and was playing with his BB gun because he wasn't supposed to be. He was more concerned about that than the fact that he got shot and that it can get infect- infected or something. Ninth grade, you don't think of infections. Okay. <laughs> I decide. I don't believe it for the simple reason. I think you shot him on purpose. <laughs> I think go back to London. <laughs> get out of my neighborhood. <laughs> all right, all right. There's JC's. Uh, is he telling the truth or is he lying? What do you think? 364-9400. You can uh, tell us what you think. Uh, Steph, do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Okay. Um, High school, I had a friend named Carol. We were both on the same dance team together, and she was also on track. And she was looking to recruit um, some people to go onto her track team. And so she asked some people on the dance team, and she asked uh, my friend Princess, my friend Justin, and I, that we would be great hurdlers because we get, we're, we're great at leaping and great at jumping like across the floors and dance. So I was like, oh, my God, track, I'm not good at running. I don't like running. She goes, you just have to sprint and then jump over the hurdle. I was like, okay. So I I gave it a shot. I tried out for the track team. Um, 
And I ran over, I was doing the hurdles, and I'm running, I ran over the hurdles, and I was just not good. I was embarrassing myself at this point. And I don't know if you guys know, but I have asthma. And at the um, at the audition or the whatever, uh, I was wheezing really bad and i forgot my inhaler that day so everyone was like searching for an inhaler at that time and i was just not only was i not good at hurdling but i also needed an inhaler at the same time because i was wheezing and having an asthma attack so needless to say you didn't run track anymore no so i basically was like uh doesn't look like this is for me so i tried out for the track team and obviously did not make it do you still have issues with asthma or is there something did you outgrow or how is the asthma i still have asthma to this day it's not as bad my i think my immune system is getting better to that but i carry my inhaler everywhere i go um and you know when you're in high school you don't think about you know bringing your stuff all the time do you have that inhaler right now i do you want to see my i would i want to see i've never seen your inhaler my albuterol my, let's see if this is a fake inhaler yeah, she bought. She bought it. Uh-huh. <laughs> My little inhaler. Oh, you do? I didn't know you have asthma. You have a little yeah, inhaler. I've, been, I've had asthma since I was born. Can you do a shot of it right now? I can do a shot of it yeah, right now? It. Okay. Let's really test we don't want to make her waste her albuterol. I think, so. I think one pump will be fine. This is a new one. It has 200 puffs, so shake it up. See if she knows how to use it. Like, I, you think she just found it on the ground? Yeah. Like, oh, this will be perfect. <laughs> so else's name on it. <laughs> yeah, this is a new one, actually. My doctor gave me a new one. Nice and clear mm, love. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There it is, my I, asthma. I don't know if you remember me telling my hurdle story, JC. That sounded very familiar, that story. I think maybe you were inspired by someone. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I meant to tell my story about when I was swimming with the dolphins. <laughs> oh, you mean and then the bikini came down? <laughs> I didn't shoot my buddy Chris Good. I was swimming with the dolphins and my bikini came down. I, I was just saying, when you're telling this, I'm like, wait, no, that was... A story I told, but yeah, no way. I, I actually fell on the hurdle, so you didn't say that part. So then no. I was like, okay, never mind. I just <laughs> tripped over it. It was just horrible. This is interesting. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Is Steph telling the truth or is Steph lying? 702-364-9400. I'm up last. Um, so mine actually, mine happened last week. I was driving home and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's dry out or what, but lately I've been getting nosebleeds, like just not even usually if something hits my nose weird, then I'll get a nosebleed. But lately, I'll just be like sitting here and then all of a sudden, whoosh, just out of nowhere, nothing instigates it. It's the weirdest thing. So uh, last week I was driving home from work and I'm just like, la, 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 look. And I just I felt something coming out of my nose. And, I, and, and so I tapped my face and I looked and blood. And then all of a sudden it was like gusher driving on the 215 to my house i remember exactly where i was it was like 215 and trop and it was just a gusher all of a sudden i had blood everywhere um i i thought i caught it before it got on my shirt though i was just like uh, hold, trying to hold it up i grabbed my mask that i had been wearing and i i held it up and then i found some napkins in in the glove compartment and so i just i stuck them up my nose so i walk in the house with tissues stuck up my nose and i didn't realize it but there was no blood on my shirt it got all over my jeans and so i walk in and my husband's like he's just staring at me i'm like yes i have a nosebleed he goes are you sure it's just your nose and i look down and there's just blood all over my jeans yeah And, and he i don't know what he thought like he goes when he said, you know, are you sure it's just your nose? I was like, rude. Oh. <laughs> like, what the heck? And I was like, uh, oh, my gosh, it was so disgusting. So I basically had a really bad bloody nose while driving 
last week. Um, and it was just really embarrassing because I, he's like, take your jeans off now. So I'm standing in the kitchen with no pants on while he's oh. trying to get the blood out of my jeans. That part I believe. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I actually had a nosebleed last weekend too, Mercedes. Did you really? And I never get them. So I totally believe you. The dry climate. Is I can see that. Is it dry or what is I, going on? I never get nosebleeds. I was telling James how concerned I was. I'm like, should I go to the doctor? That's he goes, why. you're fine. Don't web uh, MD them because I was like, oh my gosh. I web MD really, them already. It's really bad. <laughs> It's like, you could have leukemia. I'm like, no, I know. I saw that too. I was like, what the heck? And so, yeah, it was really bad. So there you go. That's my story. Am I lying? 702-364-9400. Who do you think the liar is today? Let's May check I comment out. on your story? Yeah, of course. Because there's, I love these little nuances that, that, that pop out to me that are indicators of the lying. I thought maybe Steph with her asthma. That was, but she, it's true. You use, you keep stuff in your glove box of your car. You have napkins. Your- I, I meant. I meant. It's not glove box. It's the one on the side. Okay. What's okay. That thing called like, the middle compartment. Yeah, it's like the, the middle yeah, compartment. Yeah. Okay. I just envision you reaching over the glove yeah. box. I'm like, I don't go to my glove box. I, okay, I don't. And okay. that's a good catch. Thank that you. was a really good catch because you're right. I don't. I don't put anything in my glove box. It's that little the, side thing that the, I throw stuff. In. I see the middle compartment, though, JC. I see where the you're going. The little breadcrumbs we all drop that people need to pick up on. That's an excellent observation. I'm. I'm glad you called me out on that because you're right. It was not. It was not the glove compartment so because i keep gloves in mine do you really <laughs> uh tyler says jc is lying those don't usually stick i think he's referring to the bbs oh yeah no they, they can break skin for sure this one says jc lying mercedes is lying uh ugh come on jc you've liked better than this before this one said from jeremiah i still have a bb in my leg from the early 90s Brian says JC is lying. BBs, guns when shot directly don't break. Oh, I missed that one. Uh, Don't break the skin, let alone after deflecting off a target. Richard says, I think it is Steph. I believe the asthma, but not the hurdles part. Okay. Now, here's the thing, and this is not a lie. Yeah. We don't have Steph on video anymore. I don't know what happened. Oh, there Sorry she is. about that. <laughs> I'm back and I'm better. She got Where did she go? I did. I had to get, use my inhaler really quick. Excuse uh, me. <laughs> all right. But let's do the big reveal, okay? Truth teller number one. Where are you? I once shot a man. <laughs> Chris Good Whoa. took the BB to the leg. I'm sorry. When you say shoot him, I just <laughs> use a BB first, please. I shot a man with a BB gun. Thank you. <laughs> it was yeah. I was I was in ninth grade, so I, I, gosh, eighty nine, ninety. That was BB guns a little more powerful, I think, back in the late eighties, early nineties. And that thing bounced off the target, got him in the leg, and. He was just so calm and cool about it. He was more worried about his parents finding out that it is BB gun than the fact that he just got shot with a with a BB. Wow, that's a uh, that's impressive that it can still break the skin even when it bounces off of something. Maybe it gained uh, more speed from it. I don't yeah. know. It was one of those freak things that happened, and it was just yeah, underneath his skin. I wonder what Chris Good is doing today. <sighs> doesn't like you no more. Right. He's doing good. He's doing a radio show somewhere saying, this guy, JC, he shot me with a BB. Like, you're a liar. He's telling a truth also this morning. Okay. Truth teller number two. It's me. I got a nosebleed. <laughs> oh, driving yesterday. And I have the video proof. <gasps> no. Uh... It wasn't yesterday. It was last week. But that's me I, in the, my driveway. What's that? Oh, that's your mask hanging out? That was out? my mask. I was trying to use that to catch the blood. And there's, you can see a little bit of the blood on there. That's really disgusting. Are you but also then, wearing white? Yeah, but it didn't get on my shirt. Oh, it just got goodness. all over my jeans. So, yes, it was me. Which means... Ah, Steph, the liar today. 
I don't like being the liar, but that wasn't as fun this week. I never tried out for track. I know better. I do have asthma, as you can see, but uh, yes. that was just added on to the lie. That was a nice little touch with the uh, with the inhaler. I actually believed you for a second. You know what's funny? This morning I put my inhaler in there because I remember my inhaler's in my gym bag. I was like, oh no, where's my inhaler in case I have an asthma attack this morning? And have I you had it. an attack recently? Uh, no, I have it. It flares up here and there because of the seasons change. Mm. Uh, so I do have to use it before working out. But I haven't had an actual attack probably in a couple years at a, at a casino where there was secondhand smoke. Oh, geez. Yeah. I had to go to the emergency room. Not fun. You should have saved yeah, that for next right week. Yeah, right there. That would be big. Oh, <laughs> or did I? <laughs> we do two truths and one lie every single Wednesday. It's, it's very eye-opening. We tell some stories that we haven't told before and, and uh, tell some lies, too. Up next is the hot three. So what do you have for us? Uh, if you have kids and you notice they use the word like a lot, like a lot, is that something you should be worried about? Also, friends are now doing this in order to make one of the biggest steps into adulthood. We'll tell you what that is. And a British man cannot get a grip on the fact that it is 2021. We'll tell you how he's living. It's all coming up next in the hot. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. Okay, if you have a teen or a tween and you notice that they say the word like all the time, does it drive you crazy? Maybe they say, could you like pass the ketchup or they just use it excessively. It turns out it's totally normal and parents should ease up on trying to correct their kids' habit of using the word. According to uh, educators Legacy, Language isn't good or bad. It's a living, breathing, evolving thing that reflects our changing times. And trying to curb your child's likes is like trying to 
fight a losing battle. Most language experts won't criticize the use of like among young people and don't see it as a big deal like some parents do. Linguistics professors say it's a sign of the times, explaining as society changes, so does language. So if your kid drops like into every other sentence, they say try to be cool on correcting them. They say that kids will outgrow it. They explain that usually around age eight, they gradually start to tone down their likes in more formal settings. So parents don't need to be so worried about it. Just like your your toddler stops singing Baby Shark on repeat at some point, your kids will eventually stop saying, the bus was like so late today. And even if it feels like that day's a long ways away. It's just a phase. It'll eventually, they'll eventually outgrow it. This is a good thing. I think we've all gone through that phase. I remember when we were kids in my house, we used it all the time in the 80s. Like this, like that, like, like, like. I think my parents even had a tally going. Every time we said it, they had a tally. Then my sister hit 100 first. She beat me to it. I don't want to go against this uh, study or this this research, but I will just say that I still suffer from that like syndrome. I'll catch myself doing it or I'll, I'll listen to our podcast and I'm just like, cut, see? <laughs> I'm just thinking, wow, cut down on the likes. I, I say it a lot. I still do. I didn't outgrow it. I've got my, my crutches for sure. There's definitely, I, I probably, if I went back and counted my likes, I'm sure there's a lot as well, but I'm still, I'm still trying to break that all right one. Um, you pointed this out to me. I say wow a lot. I'm trying to cut back on that as well. So I'm, 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 I'm aware of these crutches. It's, it's breaking the habit. That's the hard part. Maybe step one is finding being aware of them. The hard part is then just trying to break those habits. Yeah. Mine is like, and so, and I'll, I, I know I already did. So in the hot three, but I'll, I'll start a sentence going. So there's a study. It's like, why just not say there's a study? I don't know why I throw so in there. So those, yeah, those are definitely a couple of my crutches. I'm sure I have many more than that. Also this morning, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but apparently it's more and more common for friends to pool their money and buy houses together, mainly because it's the only way that young people can afford to buy homes these days. A real estate analytics firm called Adam Data Solutions has been tracking the trend. They say the number of co-buyers with different last names have soared 771% this year. Like, no, actually, in the last seven years, not all those people are friends buying homes together, but a lot are. Unmarried couples are also getting in on it, and the p- pandemic may have accelerated that. Ac- according to the National Association of Realtors, 11% of people who bought homes between April and June of last year were unmarried couples, and 3% were listed as other, which tends to mean friends or roommates. I, I wish I would have bought a house when I first moved to Las Vegas, back when the, the cost of a house was under $100,000 in the Late 90s, early 2000s. Man, what an investment that would have been. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to see. Or maybe you bought during, you know, the recession or something. Yeah. And then you look at what the, your home is valued at now. It's just insane uh, the prices. And it's great if you want to sell your house, but you you better have somewhere to go. <laughs> they move fast. And you mentioned, too, I know you got this as well. I had a letter. Someone sent me a letter saying, hey, we love your neighborhood. And we love to. We want to find a house with a pool. And you have one. And we're, we want to buy your house. And we could live with our our parents or family until you're ready to move. I'm like, whoa, aggressive. But I guess if, if you see a house you like, you got to try to make some moves. Yeah, it's it's imperative for sure. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. Finally, this morning, 23-year-old Jack Wa- Walters is obsessed 
with the 90s. He has transformed his home in uh, Derbyshire, England into a time warp. People say that he is absolutely mad for doing. Um, apparently, he, he hunts around charity shops for bargains that fit in with his 90s style. He wears high-waisted Levi jeans, sweater, sweater shop jumpers. Uh, apparently, he says he's... Spend around $4,500 decking out his home with old Ikea furniture, VHS players. Uh, it just, it's kind of funny. As part of his collection, he uses an old laptop, which uses Windows 95. He says, I never even re- enjoyed modern decorating with all the grays. He says it, ha- it didn't have a home equality, and he really wanted to replicate that. And if you want to reach him, you have to page him first, and he'll call you back. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, though. Like, beep, 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 beep. Can you do an interview with us? (laughs) (laughs) Call us back, please. Here in the 7 o'clock hour, we do have The Dirt, and Kim Kardashian is getting some heat over her monologue from Saturday night on on SNL. We'll give the audio and tell you who's giving that heat. Coming up next. Walker Hayes on Mix 94.1. It is 7.04. That song is just so fun. And we were talking about this the other day. I said like a few weeks ago, we'll be playing it at some point. It's just one of those songs that is so catchy. I'm kind of surprised it took us until October 13th to play it for the first time on our show. But, you know, not our choice. It's the number three song in the country, too. It's burning up the charts right now. But I love it because whenever I drive by an Applebee's, I I start singing it. Like, Applebee's will forever be attached to that. But it made me think about it. You know, he's saying that Applebee's is fancy. and, And when I was a kid... There was a there was one restaurant that I thought was the fanciest restaurant you could ever go to. There was one restaurant that I thought we only go there on special occasions. So this must be the fanciest restaurant ever. Now, I grew up in Littleton, Colorado. We didn't have a ton of restaurants in our area. Most of the real fancy restaurants were in Denver and we were just outside of Denver. So the fanciest restaurant in in my world when I was a kid was Red Lobster. I thought Red Lobster was as fancy as it gets. If my dad said we were going to Red Lobster for something, I was like, put on my best dress. I put on my patent leather shoes or whatever. And I was like, we are grubbing tonight because it's all about the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. And I might even be able to get a lobster tail if dad lets me. Um, To me, that was the fanciest thing ever. What did you think was super fancy when you were a kid? 702-364-9400. Ooh, so as kids, soda was a treat in our house. We didn't, on Fridays was the one day of the week we could drink soda. And my parents had like that two liter bottle of Pepsi. It was always flat, Um, but that's how we had soda in our house. I would go to someone else's house. And they would offer me soda, and I'd open their fridge, and they'd have soda in a can. Whoa. Oh, that was fancy. You've got soda in a can, and that whole entire can is mine to drink out of? Fancy. And then they, and they had different sodas, too. You got Pepsi and Dr. Pepper? Whoa. That's a, a man, it, that's a whole new level of fancy, not that two liter bottle. The flat, it wasn't flat. You open it up. Like, what is this carbonation inside this thing? We don't have that at my house. Ours is flat. What did you think was fancy as a kid? And maybe you still think it's fancy, but maybe the general consensus is it's just average. 702-364-9400. 
Go ahead. I was gonna say you had. Um, we may have brought up this one before, but in my neighborhood too, we everyone had a mailbox. You walked to the end of your driveway to get the mailbox, and we just had like this metal mailbox with the flag you put up. But there were some people in our neighborhood, and I guess they are fancy, but they had like elaborate mailboxes, like little mini houses or over the top things. And you would see that and go, "Whoa, that is a fancy mailbox." Ours was this metal tin with that little flag on the side of it. Yeah, ours, you know what, we, ours was like a silver aluminum thing, but from the snow and the rain, it got rusted, and so it was completely rusted. My parents never changed it. It's just, we had the rusted mailbox. The people right next to us had a barn. It, theirs looked like a little mini barn. Oh, yeah. And you uh. opened up the door to the barn, and it was just like so cool. Uh, some texts are coming in at 702-364-9400. Olive Garden. I used to think that was the fanciest place. Salad and breadsticks for free. Are you kidding? Yeah, we're getting a couple of Olive Gardens. That that was That's pretty fancy. And sometimes you, they would have the all-you-could-eat pasta. It was like, whoa. That is crazy. <laughs> I can have more than one plate, you're telling me? Uh, that I mean, my parents would make us eat and eat and eat. It's <laughs> your full for days. We, like, we were just so stuffed. I felt like the blueberry girl on Willy Wonka when we would walk out of there because <laughs> I was so full. But my parents, they made me. They made me. Uh, this one says, I grew up in Bulgaria, in Bulgaria when it was still communism. And I'll never forget when the first McDonald's opened up. And my dad took us. I thought it was the best place ever. That's from our friend Getty. Uh, This one says, hi, this is Kyle. When I was a kid, it was a Gatorade with the sports top. Oh, yes. I remember that one. Um, Sizzler. (laughs) Oh, that was a steakhouse in town. Yeah. You want a Sizzler? (laughs) Take a date to Sizzler. We're going to Sizzler. Mm -hmm. We're going to Sizzler. Olive Garden, another one. Uh, Braces. If you had braces, you were rich. Yeah, braces is a luxury, not a pr- not a right. It's did a privilege. You, did you have uh, Did you have steakums growing up? Steakums, no. It was like steakums. thinly sliced meat, and it was like I think it was the cheapest meat out there. But that's how you'd make a grilled cheese like uh, at your house. And so when we had steakums, whoa, that was a fancy night in our house. We're uh, getting steakums. I remember manwich. Do you remember Manwich? I remember the commercial where it's not a sandwich. It's It's a a Manwich. (laughs) It's a sloppy Joe is what it is. Yes. It's just a bunch of old ground beef that you put into a can with tomato sauce. But it was a Manwich. (laughs) A sandwich just isn't a sandwich unless it's a Manwich or something like that. Yeah, that was was the shizzle. Manwich. (laughs) (laughs) How dumb. All right, coming up here in the dirt, Kim Kardashian is getting some heat over her SNL monologue. Details are coming up in about 10 minutes. Duncan Lawrence Arcade on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Kim Kardashian did a joke about O.J. Simpson on SNL on Saturday night. If you missed it, here is the joke during her monologue. You know, my father was and still is such an influence and inspiration to me, and I credit him with really opening up my eyes to racial injustice. It's because of him that I met my first black person. Want to take a stab in the dark at who it was? Um, I know it's sort of weird to remember the first black person you met, but OJ does leave a mark. Or several. Or none at all. I still don't know. It got a laugh from the audience, but one person who was not amused, Tanya Brown, sister of the late Nicole Brown Simpson. The way Tanya sees it, 
Kim should have just said no to doing the jokes because they were beyond inappropriate and insensitive. She also questions just how much the Kardashians actually cared about Nicole, who was a close friend of Kim's mother, Kris Jenner. So far, Kim has not commented on the situation. I, d- I did feel like on those jokes, I was kind of like, not funny. I, I don't find the humor in OJ humor. That's just me, though. Yeah, the the poking fun of OJ and then the, uh, you know, especially has that, that personal connection, too, to the family and the call. Yeah. It just seemed a little much on Saturday. Mental note here. Don't heckle Tim McGraw when he's performing because he will step down off that stage and get in your face. He did it Saturday at a show in Reno. TMZ has the video. It started because because Tim, Tim was not on his game. He seemed a little out of it. He was forgetting lyrics. The fans, they started booing a little bit. He noticed it. But somebody really got under his skin because he stopped the show and started glaring at this person. You see him on stage just giving this guy this look. He asked why they were mocking him, and they said, and then said if they didn't like it, they could leave. He eventually jumped off the stage and went face-to-face with, with his tormentors, these people in the crowd. And it looks like they were eventually escorted off the floor. Now, Tim did get back on stage, started singing again, and later stopped to tell the crowd why he was kind of messing up that night. The bottom line is he is shooting a show called 1883, which is actually the prequel to Yellowstone. And he just came off of a 48-hour straight shoot. So he was just exhausted. But don't heckle him. He'll come down and get in your face. Oh, man. I, I, people who heckle, though, I it's like, why are you so angry? Why not let them try? I get it. If they're not doing a good show, you might throw a boo just to uh-huh. give them a heads up. But, oh, man, that's that's rough. Maybe next thing you know, McGraw's off the stage. You know the per- person just probably cowered, too. Like, all of a sudden, Tim McGraw's in the person's face. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. Yeah. Coldplay performed in London last night. It was a special album launch show, Music of the Spheres. It's out this Friday in, in two days. During their set, Chris Martin and company, they brought out Ed Sheeran who joined them for the song Fix You, and here is some of that. That's cool. That's really cool. William Shatner has yet to go to space. They're still on a delay, it looks like. Are you watching it? <laughs> no. I just uh, read the Adele news. She finally is confirmed. 30 is coming out on November 19th. We got a date. That's our new record. It's called 30. And like we speculated. And it's coming out in November. We finally have a date. Like we speculated. So <laughs> I'm very excited about that. We've got some the Coldplay album out this Friday. Then Ed Sheeran's is out uh, on October 29th. And you got Adele coming out in November. Some great music coming out. Some fictional couples on TV and in movies have chemistry that is so convincing. It's honestly surprising they never dated in real life. And Reddit users, they put together a list of these couple. Tell me if you agree. They have have Jim and Pam on The Office, John Krasinski and Jenna Fisher. I, I am one of the few people that did not watch The Office, so I don't know. I would say yes, just from what I've heard. You didn't see it? You didn't see it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, did you watch New Girl? Jess and Nick on New Girl. I watched portions of New Girl. Um, I, yeah, I like them. I like them. This is one I thought, and I think I, I was saying, oh, they're dating um, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga in A Star is Born. That chemistry was intense. That was good chemistry, yeah. And then was it uh, the Emmys or, uh, no, the Oscars when they performed that song, Shallow on Stage? Wow, they looked like they were in love. Ross and Rachel and Friends. I actually didn't feel like they had great chemistry. I was not a fan. 
What about, did you see Dirty Dancing? I did. Johnny and Baby. Yeah, there was chemistry there. Jack and Rose in Titanic? Um, I felt like that was made up chemistry. Yeah, I, I can see that too. I didn't, you know, it worked I didn't for the movie, like it but it wasn't, it wasn't coming through on the screen. This one I saw, David and Patrick on Bleep Creek. On Bleep Creek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, that was great chemistry. And then last one, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. They have it down for La La Land. I, I just feel like we're missing some really key like couples out there. Like on Outlander. The the stars of the, that show, um, they are so their chemistry. It's Jamie and Claire. It's insane. Like I and then from what I understand, they're a couple in real life. Like that is solid. Oh, so chemistry. real then. Okay. Then the couple in Sex Life, the boyfriend and the the girl, they're a couple in real life. So their on screen screen chemistry is insane like really really good what about clay and Gemma and sons of anarchy i didn't feel like there was chemistry there definitely wasn't chemistry yeah. at the end of that show <laughs> no 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 <laughs> next hour we have your tickets for lady gaga jazz and piano her residency at park mgm we have them for you at 825 when you win heads up justin bieber was in town this past weekend here he is with peaches it's mix 94.1 Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday at 7.35. A girlfriend of mine got asked out on a date, and, well, not even a specific date. A guy was like, hey, we should go out. It wasn't like, let's go out this time. He's like, I would really like to take you out. Let me know if you're interested. And she's she's a she's a friend that has been single for a couple of years and totally good with it. But this guy... She met through friends of friends and they're just kind of in the same circle. The thing is, she I know she likes him and I know she's listening right now. And I texted her asking if she wants to come on and talk about it. I haven't heard back from her, but um, she she really likes the guy. But she says the one thing that's holding her back from taking him up on his offer to go out is that he's still married, but separated And that's kind of been the topic of conversation with like her and her sister. She's really close and her sister's like, do not, do not wait till it's officially over. And then other, her friends are like, Hey, he's separated. He's been separated apparently for less than a year. I don't know what that means. If that's one month or 11 months, Mm -hmm. but it's less than a year. So Everyone's kind of in her ear about this guy because I guess he's really cool, but she's just like, her sister is like, no, no. So she's kind of going with her sister. What do you think? Do you think that it's okay to date someone who's only separated and not divorced, hang out with them? She's attracted to him. She likes him. But that's like the one thing. If you've been in this situation, what did you do? Maybe you were separated. Did you did you date? Or did you wait until it was official? Did you just stay separated to leave the door open in case there was a possibility of reconciliation? What do you do in this situation? 702-364-9400. So interesting. To me, it all depends on the circumstances. If the person that I met and they're they're newly separated, start talking like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going through separation. Oh, when did you guys separate? Oh, you know, two weeks ago I moved out. To me, that's that's still fresh. Yeah. But in this situation, if it's been a year... It, 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 it's, I, I would go for it. I wouldn't hold back. 
we're, we're a year into it. Some stuff went down a year ago. They haven't reconciled in a year. It's just going through the process of a divorce. I don't know how long a divorce takes. Can you get them done very quickly? Maybe this is a longer process of divorce. If it's up to a year they've been separated, I'm all in. Go, I say go for it. But if it's something fresh within a couple of weeks or maybe within a month, eh, maybe I'd give it a little bit of space. But uh, a Where's year- the line, though? Where's the line? Like, oh, So you say a year, yes. You say a month, no. So where in between those two is okay? Because that's what I've got to get the exact number on is there an exact number where you're like okay six months no six months in one day yes you know maybe, maybe after for me maybe after a couple of months if they said yeah you know, my w- wife and i or my you know yeah my wife no my husband and i from the situation my husband and i we separated back in in july and and we're we're going our separate ways i'm like okay i'm down with that i'm down with that that's uh, interesting. I think it's because we're getting so many weird texts, not weird texts, but r- r- difference in texting. Mm-hmm. This one says, no, do not do it. This one says, I dated my ex for three years and I didn't find out he was married. He was still married until the day I left him. I had met the ex-wife, so I knew it was over between them. Would have been nice to know the truth, though. And then this one says, I'm separated almost four years. Divorce can take a while. If she wants to miss out on a technicality, that's on her. And Gina says, if it's just for fun, yes. If she wants a a serious relationship, no. Marissa, good morning. What do you think? I say she goes for it because I was separated and stayed married um, for actually health insurance reasons. And uh, I ended up in a relationship three years later, but my divorce is final. So it's just a technicality. It's like you can't get an overnight divorce, right? No, you can't. No, definitely not. Okay, that's a good point. And she just texted me back. She says, it's been almost six months since they separated. Go for it. Six months, you're good. You say no, six months? Hold on. Okay, so... um. I, I like I'm she doesn't want to come on. OK, so she says it's been almost six months and it's they're not going through divorce proceed, proceedings. They're just separated. So well, I would ask it's him, not well, like they're going through the process and it's just taking a while. Well, That's then, just what she said. Can you ask the guy then what's your end game? OK, you're just separated. You're not getting a divorce. Why are you not getting a divorce then? Is it like this person said health insurance reasons? What's the reason you're not getting a divorce? Why are you just separated are you going to get a divorce what's what's the hold up on the actual divorce that's the question i'd ask the guy i just asked what's his end game <laughs> yeah what's your end game buddy come on uh, all right let's talk to leah leah good morning what do you think good morning um i was the separated person and initially when you start dating you're so excited and you really want to see what's out there but you still have baggage to get over and i was a strong person and ready to like go for the world but that first one is not the one and maybe you can go back to that guy but at the beginning no i would let her him like maybe i have field a little bit because he's looking for a replacement and maybe that's not always the case but i wasn't looking for a replacement i just wanted to have fun so i don't know take that with a grain of salt but i don't think he's ready that's a good point yeah maybe he's just looking to go out and hang out with someone someone new hey this is fun i i I, doubting he's jumping into another relationship now if that's what she wants 
is another relationship, maybe the wrong person. If she just doesn't care and wants to go out and have fun, that's something else. Uh, so Gina says pretty much the same thing. With six months, have fun, but don't fall for him. That's for sure. Uh, this one would say, I would say it depends on if divorce papers are filed or not. Once papers have started, it's pretty final. Uh, she just said, yeah, don't think he's looking for a relationship. I def am. Um, so maybe no question mark. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know what? Maybe one day it wouldn't hurt just to kind of establish things or just go out and have a good time. Yeah, just go have I some fun. Know. Have some fun on a Friday night with this guy. See where it goes. I love that her sister is so protective. She mm. like, she answers the question. She's like, yeah, so-and-so asked her out. The answer is no, she's not going out <laughs> with him. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sisters are the best. Right, they got your back. <laughs> we have a lot coming up here next hour. There's tickets for you to Lady Gaga, Jazz and Piano, the Las Vegas Residency. Those are at 825 for you. And up next is the Hot 3. So what do you have for us? Okay, everybody's getting their Halloween costumes ready. Ryle, there's some uh, costumes that people say you should probably stay away from because they're offensive. We'll tell you what they are also. If someone says, hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late, how late? do you think they'll be and a high school soccer player breaks a state record but was it bad sportsmanship that got him that record you be the judge we'll talk about it coming up next in the hot three (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Without you on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Well, just some breaking news before we get to the Hot 3. The Blue Origin has lifted heads to space with actor William Shatner on board. It looks like everything so far is going very smoothly. They're still making their way 
up into uh, space. They should. The whole mission should last about uh, 15 minutes, uh, but they will experience weightlessness, and it uh, looks like everything's going well so far. Yeah, the bit, we're three minutes and 39 seconds into the mission. They're at uh, three I think they've, they've reached zero uh, gravity right now. Yeah, they're yeah. at zero gravity. So, so Shatner's up in space right now. Very exciting. Captain Kirk himself has made it to He's a place <laughs> where no Starfleet captain has gone before. So. Would you do it? I know we asked this before, but seriously, now this is the second trip up there. Sounds like it'll be more frequent. Would you, would you want to do this thing? Uh, you know, I, I'm good. I'm good. It, it looks fun, but... Yeah, I, I don't really I have an interest in doing that. Do you? I, I would get sick. I think I think I would get nauseous. Yeah. I would. My stomach wouldn't be able to handle it. Just I'm not good with roller coasters and stuff like that. So I mean, it'd be cool to do an experience, but I know like the zero gravity and stuff. I would lose it. I, I would get sick up there, Blah, <laughs> vomiting over everybody. <laughs> Thanks for the visual. <laughs> uh, but they're like they're not showing inside, which I'm wondering if that's why. <laughs> Shatter's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we don't want to show Captain Kirk getting sick when he actually goes into space. <laughs> what if he's freaking out there? Hey, put me down. Yeah. I want to go back. I don't like the space travel Stop. stuff. <laughs> okay, so uh, this morning, if you are planning on skipping a generic Halloween costume for something topical, you might want to think twice before choosing a costume based on the biggest news story of the past two years the pandemic. A new survey asked parents what costumes they considered the most offensive. And COVID-19 made the top 10, along with, I'd say, more obvious stuff, but I'm sure there's someone out there that's going to dress up with it. Holocaust-related costumes was number one. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Um, followed by anything blackface, anything with the Confederate flag, and transphobic costumes. I'm not, like, I I don't know why this would need explaining, but, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. Pandemic-related mm-hmm. costumes were number five, with 32% of people saying it is offensive. These could include things like wearing hazmat suits or dressing as a virus or vaccine, basically not mocking a tragedy that's already killed so many people. Cultural stereotypes is next on the list, followed by controversial figures, overtly sexual costumes, homeless people, and religious costumes. As for sexual costumes, mm-hmm. this was a survey of parents who were thinking about kids' costumes. So adults dressing Sexy and stuff. Okay, kids, not so not much. Not so much. Yeah. That would make sense. The sexy UPS driver. They have sexy outfits for everything. Yes, they Every do. Every single thing. Um, okay, if you're meeting up with someone and they text that they're going to be a few minutes late, how late do you expect them to be? No more than 10 minutes. No more than 10? Yep. Someone pulled Americans and the most popular answer was five to 10 minutes late. Some of us aren't that patient, though. 6% said they still expect that person to be on time. (laughs) And 9% said less than five minutes late. 51% of people said five to 10 minutes. 23% said 10 to 30 minutes. That's a big difference. 10 minutes and 30 minutes. Like, I'm right in the middle of that. I'd say 15 minutes. If you're going to be, if you're going to be a few minutes late, I'll give you 15 minutes. But 30 minutes? That's way too long. Young people between 18 and 25 were the most likely to say it means more than 30 minutes late. If I, I use Waze a lot, even, even if I know where, I know exactly where I'm going. I'm just curious as to see what time I'm supposed to be there based on traffic and everything. So if I am running late, like I'm going to get my hair cut, and for some reason there's some traffic and I'm running late and my appointment's at noon, and Waze shows me getting to the salon at like 12.05, I'll text Larry like, dude, Waze has me there at 12.05, or Waze has me there at 12.06, so he knows the exact time that I should be. 
unless there's any other traffic popping up, I should be pulling up to the salon or whatever appointment I'm going to. That making it, it making it Waze's fault and not your fault. Oh no, no, it's my fault. I'm just no, saying. No, I know, but it, I like that because you're like, well, Waze says this, so you know, whatever Waze. Says. I like, I like kind of putting it a little bit on the app, you know. Oh, yeah, I could, <laughs> I could easily have left earlier to get there on time. I just wanted yeah. to know like the exact time. Like I, I'm running late. I will be there at 12:04. But Waze is weird with their traffic ways, so who knows? <laughs> you ever get Waze ever do you dirty? It takes you down a street. You're like, where are you sending me? Oh man. And yesterday I was going to my daughter's volleyball game at school and I know the the normal way to the school, but I just felt like there might be a quicker way. So I put in, I put it in ways and it would, it was taken to me through neighborhoods I'd never seen before. And I'm like, Oh, look at all these Halloween decorations. <laughs> this is very nice. I had no idea it was here. I actually liked the way ways took me. It was a scenic view. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. All right. Finally this morning, what do you think? Is this good, a good job? Or is this bad sportsmanship? A high school soccer player named Kevin Hubble of Benzie Central in Michigan scored 16 goals against Kingsley on September 29th. So the game was declared over at halftime. You were talking about mercy rules earlier. Mm-hmm. It was a 17 to nothing wipeout of a winless team. And that's why some people are upset. They say to go after a personal record like that at the cost of another team's dignity was a little uncalled for. Kingsley coach Tim Van Wingarden um, said soccer is not the right place for that. Soccer is a gentleman's sport. So do you think it was bad sportsmanship for the coach to allow his player to score 16 goals in a half against an inferior team? Or would you allow your kid to break a record like this? In, in this kind of manner. I say you go for it. And my mindset was different when I was a kid and playing, but as, as an adult, go for it. Michael Jordan didn't slow up. Why should, why should your kid slow up when he's playing a game? Go for that record. You have the skills to do it. Do it. I say go for it. Don't hold back. Don't restrict yourself. Is that is that skills if the team is like, maybe they just kind of gave up. Like, go for it. You got, go ahead. Get well, then take it. If, if, like, you're yeah. not, if you're not going to try, I'm out there playing. I would tell my, my son or daughter to keep, to, yeah, to give it your all. I wouldn't tell them to ease up. Because I remember once like playing basketball, and I didn't score that often. And there was one game where I had I had like six points, and that was big for me. And I remember getting another steal and like dribbling the ball. It was a fast break. Thinking my mind going, you're getting too many points. You normally don't get this many points. What are you doing? I was like self-doubting myself having a good game. And I wish I could go back there and say, you put that ball in the net, and you keep on scoring points. You keep on going, kid. You don't stop. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I can see both sides of it. I do think that at some point it's like... That, that's why they have some of those mercy rules, you know, for so the, the t- other team can walk away with a little bit of their dignity. <laughs> and and uh, I, I'm not a fan of, you know, participation trophies for everyone. Don't get me wrong. But part of me is like, wow, this this player was obviously really good. Um, and, you know, this was a complete wipeout. The team was completely defeated. They've never won a game. And just to keep going at him like over and over, it just seemed like. Kind of like the bully mentality, like boom, boom, boom. You know, uh, Lenny says it's not bo- bad sportsmanship. The record is going to carry him through life. In two years, no one on that team will remember the loss. Meanwhile, they're all crying today. <laughs> <laughs> and Blue Origin has landed after the space flight with William Shatner on board. That so. was fast. It was like nine minutes they in total. They just went boom, and they went boom, up and they and are back. <laughs> all is well. Coming up here, 8 o'clock hour, tickets, Lady Gaga, Jazz and Piano, her Las Vegas residency at Park MGM. We have those tickets, 825-ish, when you win heads up. 
Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. Dua Lipa has a fan that... Have you seen the TikTok with the 80-year-old guy who got Dua Lipa tickets for his birthday? I, I think we had the audio somewhere. Oh, he, says, he says a bunch of um, S-words okay, in it. So, uh, But yeah, he gets these tickets. He is her biggest fan, and he got uh, tickets for her. his birthday. Was going crazy. It was so cute. And Dua Lipa even reposted it saying, oh, my heart. So oh. big fan of Dua Lipa. It is 8.05 Mercedes in the morning, and and you got a little uh, tip here, huh? Yeah, well, I saw a, a, a gentleman yesterday, because we live in a town that a lot of people uh, survive off of tips. It's a nice little bonus to get a tip here in Las Vegas. And I was, I was getting my car washed, and I observed something. I thought this was so smart of the car wash attendant. I was watching the car in front of me. I was, I was get, coming out the tunnel. The guy was drying the car in front, and he's... He's like drying the window and um, stops drying, and the car just kind of drives off. There was no like exchange of a tip or a thank you or anything. The car just drove off. But when the guy went to flag me out of the tunnel to pull forward to get my car towel dried, he does it. And he raises his hand and he's got some cash in his hand, as if he just received a tip from someone. Like, come on up, come on up. And so I I pulled up and he dried my car and and I. I gave him a tip and when I left I watched my rearview mirror he did the same thing with a car that was coming behind me out of the tunnel flagging them with with some money in his hand just kind of like dropping a subtle little hand of like look the guy in front of you he just tipped maybe you should tip me as well so he so you, you don't think he actually did get tipped or the, he did on the car in front of me there's no way he got tipped I was watching the interaction the person didn't put their windows down he just towel dried the car but when he went to flag me to move forward he had some some cash in his hand so we must have had it ready to go to say, look, the guy in front of you tipped. Make sure you tip. And I always tip the uh, the car wash attendant. So when I pulled up, I, I tipped him. And then he flags the next car with that cash in his hand, flagging the next car out. Oh, it's a little subtle thing, I think, of like, hey, if you didn't know, I take tips. This guy tipped me, even though he didn't. I have it in my hand. Ah, oh, okay. So a little a little mind game here to get some more money in his pocket. Yeah. Do you, do you work anywhere that you work off tips? And do you have a little trick to get extra tips? Hey, are you a food server? Do you have on your little pet pad there maybe pictures of your kids? So the person you're, you're, you're serving sees you got a family. Like, oh, sweet little family. Let me tip you extra. Do you have a little tip that you do, a, a trick that you do to get extra tips? Um, You know, I don't. The only thing I would do, I, I think, is I'd give out free desserts all the time. Um, I don't think my I, employer knew I was doing that when I was waiting tables. I think they would probably frown upon it. But basically, anyone who was remotely nice to me, I would give him a free dessert. And I remember them asking once, like, we've been seeing you making a lot of Sundays, but we don't see them rung up. What's going on? I'm like, huh? Oh, it's their birthday. It's their birthday. Like, everyone has a birthday on the exact same night. But um, that's what I used to always do. That I don't know that, that I would give that as a tip because you couldn't get in trouble for that. But that that was how I tried to get some tips. Would Would you tell the person that you were serving, like, would you bring the Sunday over? Like, hey, this was on the house for you guys. Thanks for joining us. You would let them know that it was free? Oh yeah, I would. I would take it over at the end of the night, and I'm like, "Can uh, I get you guys any dessert tonight?" And they're like, "No, we're good. Uh, thank you." And I was like, "Well, you know what? You guys are so wonderful. I just wanted to bring this over as a gift to you." And they'd be like, "Oh my goodness, this is so, so nice." Did you see a little increase in tips when you did it? Well, I, not really, <laughs> but I, I tried. I tried. I, sometimes I'd get a couple extra bucks, but it wasn't like anything over the top. That's for sure. What do you do? What is your profession? Is there a little trick that you do to? to maybe get a little bit of an extra tip. What do you, what did you do? When I worked at the hotel um, at the back back east, it was a 45-room inn, and normally there's maybe two of us working the front desk on a Friday night. Nine times out of ten, I was by myself. But someone would check in, 
And I would sit and make a comment to them. I'm like, hey, um, don't worry about the bags. We got them for you. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And they would walk up to the room, and then I would grab the bags and bring them up to the room. And I would just bring people's bags to their room. But I wouldn't give them the option of, of bringing them up themselves the way I presented it. I'm like, oh, don't worry about your bags. We got them for you. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, thank you. So now they're stuck tipping you. They would be stuck tipping me. So I go up there, like, here you go. And they would, you know, give you a couple bucks. And I think I would make enough to buy myself dinner that night or something. But it was a nice little tip. Uh, Steph, did you ever work in a job where you got tips? And that did you have any tricks or anything like that? I didn't, but my husband James did. He was a server for a really long time. He did managing too. And he said that his trick was he would get to their eye level. Like, always, like, hey, can I sit with you guys? Is that cool? I've been working all day. Like, very friendly, like that. And sometimes when he would leave, like he would go on either on break or whatever it may be, he'll like tap them slightly on their shoulder, not to where they're invading privacy, but just like a good like, hey, I'm your friend more than I am your server type thing. And he would come home with some good tips. Wow. I wonder if that was the the trick, though. Yeah. Establishing a relationship with a person where they feel like, hey, you're friends and you can't not tip your friends. Right. Yeah. He's good. That's maybe that's how he got me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how you doing? Do you mind if I sit here? I'm tired. Hey, will you marry me also. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go. I, I do like that when a server really gets in there, really personal. Sits there like, they're, oh, you're sitting next to me. Okay, sit down. Yeah, and he's just super honest. Like, I'm sorry we're backed up at the kitchen. Like, just super friendly, super cool. That's what I loved when I saw him working at his job. Your husband, I was, I noticed this the other day. You had, you posted a picture, a selfie of the two of you together. He has one of the best smiles ever. His smile is just so friendly and so inviting. He just Tell him he has a great smile. I will. And I'll also tell him to make sure he flosses, even though you probably can't notice. But yes, he has a beautiful smile. And like I said, his skin is great. Everything great. He just wakes up like that. Oh, I love it. I love that. (laughs) But oh, envious at the same time. Oh, you have nothing to be envious, girl. You've got, you're the whole package too. Oh, thanks, Mercedes. I will let him know he has the best smile. Those tickets for Lady Gaga, they are coming up. We got them for you at 825. Number one song in the country, Stay, Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, kicking off 60-plus minutes, commercial-free, and in less than 10 minutes, your tickets to go see Lady Gaga. As you wish. As you wish. As you wish, you can go see Lady Gaga? (laughs) As you wish. Do you know what movie that's from? Who knows what movie that's from? It's one of the best movie lines ever. It's, It's in the movie, but it's also the last line of the movie. As you wish. That's the final line of this amazing movie. Yes. Are you saying it in a different tone or inflection? Let me see. As you wish. Steph, do you know what the movie is? Do you know what it is? 702-364-9400. What are the best final movie lines ever? I saw this list on BuzzFeed. of the They, they had the 37 final movie lines that are so good. They have gone down in history as the best ever. And this one was on there, and I totally agree with it. It's just, it's such a great line, and in the context it's used, and at the very end of the movie, this little boy says, maybe you uh, could come over and read it again to me tomorrow. And the old man turns around and says, as you wish. Is it uh, up? No, it's not up. Um, I think Amber might know. Amber, as you wish. Princess Bride. Yes! Is that not one of the best movie lines ever? 
awesome movie. It's, it's so and iconic. Line. Yeah, like there, that movie does have so many great lines. Um, your boy Andre the Giant is in there, and he Rest has some peace. he has some really funny lines. But as you wish is said over and over in the story, and then the little boy likes the story so much he asks his grandpa if he could come over and read it again, and then the grandpa uses the line from the story. It says, "As you wish," and it's just like, oh my goodness, so adorable. What other final movie lines are so good that they will forever be embedded in movie history. 702-364-9400. Do you have a movie that like the final line is so, so good? Or I could give, I could give you some of these. And yeah, see I can't know. think of a final, but real quick, uh, okay. I never saw that movie, Princess Bride. Oh, so good. But is the premise, it's, it's a grandfather telling a story to a, to a grandson. So the whole thing is a grandfather telling this story to his grandson when it wraps up. We go back to the grandfather and grandson? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Like the the grandson was kind of like, ugh, grandpa wants to read me a story, but... And, and grandpa's like, oh, you like this story? And then the story was so good. Does it start off like in modern time? Like he's at yeah. Hannah's house? Yeah. Whoa, yeah, I didn't exactly. know that. Yeah, you got to give it a chance. Okay, how about this movie? How about this movie? That'll do, pig. Uh, babe. Yes. That'll, <laughs> did you ever see Babe or did you just know? Uh, I think with, with Pig reference, but I think I did see that movie. But as soon as you said Pig, the only movie I know that has a pig is Babe. I didn't even finish it. It's a, that'll do, Pig. That'll do. That That's the final line. It's like so sweet. Oh, Did you see the movie? Yes. Well, oh, how my does the movie end? <laughs> oh, sport, sorry. If you, have, if you haven't babe. seen Babe, we're going to ruin Babe <laughs> they're, for you. They're buddies. They're buddies. Right. Um, the old man and, and him are buddies. Um, let's see. I'm, let me find. Okay. You, I know you'll know this one. Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Back to the future. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Best final line in a movie. What is yours? 702-364-9400. Hey, Don, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. Okay, I say the best line, it's not a final line, but one of the best movie lines of all time is in The Godfather when he tells him, here is my offer, nothing. Oh, snap. <laughs> like, whoa, nothing. That is a good I line. I've myself many times. Yes. Here's my offer. Nothing. Cold-hearted, don't I, I like I'm it. I'm going to start using that one. That is a good one. Uh, do you know this line? Uh... Oh gosh, I don't even know if I'm saying the name right, but I'm not. I'm going to skip the name because I don't want to mess up the line. I've never seen this movie. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Oh, is that one of the old ones? Like uh, it's an old movie. Uh, Play it again, Sam. Casablanca. It's What's Casablanca. That? Casablanca. Yeah, one yeah, of those. Yeah. They all run together. I've never seen that yeah. one. To me, they're all the same. Is the uh, is the uh, Play it again, Sam? Is that the name of the movie? Is that is that a line? Play it again, Sam. Yeah, I, I, is that Casablanca? No, they all run together. I don't know. Um, okay, how about this one? Yo, Adrian, I did it. The uh, Matrix? Yeah, The Matrix. <laughs> how did you know that? <laughs> was that the last line? Was Yo, Adrian, I, I, I did it? That was the final line uh, of the I, movie? Th- I think it was We Did It. We did it, Adrian. We did it. Or something like that. She doesn't say it's anything. A she Rocky doesn't respond. Tune, and she's just, she just nods. Remember? Yo, no, I remember. But yeah, oh. but she didn't say anything, though, huh? She just kind of nodded like, mm-hmm. <laughs> What about this one? I don't think you've seen this, but I bawled my eyes out when he said this. So long, partner. Oh, my gosh. I just got chills. So so long, partner. Uh, So it's an animal dying, I think. It's like a dog dying. Um, (laughs) No, no dogs have been killed in this last night. So so long, partner? Yeah. Hmm. He says it. 
So long, partner. He doesn't say it like that. Oh, it's, he says so long, partner. Um, Steph has it. What is it, Steph? <sighs> Toy Story. Andy says it. Toy Story Three. I mean, uh, Woody, Woody says Woody it. says it to Andy. Oh, so oh. heartbreaking. I want to cry just seeing it. He drives off to college. Yes. No. Oh. That is just the worst. Um. Okay. Let me see if I can find another one here. Oh. Okay. 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 This is a great one. Um. He was stabbed in the throat. He died almost instantly. Although I hadn't seen him in more than 10 years, I know I'll miss him forever. I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12. Jesus, does anyone? Yes, that movie would be Stand By Me. Yes, yeah. very good, uh-huh. very good. For a second I thought it was, um, what's the Andy Dufresne movie that's always on TBS? What's that movie? Wait, hold on. I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific is as blue as it has been in my dreams. I hope. Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Andy, Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Very similar to Stand By Me. <laughs> yes. Oh, these are so good. We'll post this whole list on our Facebook page if you want to check it out. There's some great final movie lines in here. Some that I forgot. But really quick. Don't you want to see the rest of the movie? I don't have to see it, Dottie. I lived it. Why do I know that one? I don't have to see it, Dottie. I lived it. Do you know that one, Steph? <laughs> this sounds like an older <laughs> movie, sorry. That was Pee Wee Herman? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> that laugh gave it away. <laughs> we should do tomorrow the opening lines from the best oh, movie. Oh, yeah, that's a good the idea, too, yeah. Right now, though, you know that music. Phones are lighting up like a Christmas tree. We want Caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing heads up for a pretty amazing prize. We have a pair of tickets to see Lady Gaga, her jazz and piano show at the Park Theater at Park MGM. All you have to do is be caller 20 right now. We'll let you pick your category. We'll let you pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win these tickets. Caller 20, you get to play. Our number is 702-364-9400. Right now, it is the weekend. His latest, it's called Take My Breath, and it's on Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, we have our contestant on the line. It is Lupe. Good morning, Lupe. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. Okay. All right, pick a category. Do you want to go with round of shots, billionaires, or Michael Scott? Rounded stuff. Which one? Oh, round Round of of shots. shots. Round of shots. Okay. So National Liquor Day is on Saturday. And these are all different types of alcohol. You ready to do it? This is sad, but this yeah, I can do this. (laughs) All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, You. Okay. This is sad, but I can also do this. (laughs) (laughs) Lupe, here's the deal. You got 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you get those tickets to Lady Gaga. Ladies, you start now. Tito's makes this. Vodka. Yes. Um, Jose Cuervo makes this. Tequila. Yes. Jack Daniels makes this. Whiskey. Yes. Uh, Bacardi makes this. Rum. Michelob Bud Light makes this. Beer. Yes. Um, if you go to a Japanese restaurant, you can get a bottle of this. 
I mean, could you have challenged us a little bit? Jeez. <laughs> Lupe, does that mean we have a, a problem here that we, this was like so easy? I'm a cocktail waitress. I'm a cocktail waitress. Oh, I'm not. I, I, I'm a cocktail uh, patron. <laughs> Congratulations, Lupe. That's awesome. That's almost a, a modern day record with the time you guys did it. You crushed it. You really just you crushed that category. And Lupe, because of that, you got your tickets to Lady Gaga. Jazz and Piano over at Park MGM starts up on October 21st. We have more tickets this morning. Next hour, 940, tickets to the script at the House of Blues. It's Mix 94.1. For you, I guess you moved on really easily. Mix 94.1, it is Mercedes in the morning. So it's like, that's like some major betrayal, I guess, huh? Big time. Would your daughters ever do that to you? Uh, I have a buddy of mine, lifelong, as long as I know him, Dodgers fan, went to the game last night. Brought his son, who's about 10, 11 years old. His son, Giants fan. How did his son become a Giants fan? I got to find out because I don't know the backstory because they moved out of Vegas, gosh, right when the kid was born. So I have to find out the backstory of how his son, growing up in a house where your dad is a, is a diehard Dodgers fan, how does the son become a Giants fan? Wait, where did they move? They moved to Seattle. Now they're back down in the L.A. area. Okay, I was going to say, well, if they moved to San Francisco, then I can see, see why. You know, but... no, maybe growing up in the Seattle area, no, you think it'd be Mariners fan. Yeah, that yeah, that doesn't make sense. Of why he'd become a Giants fan. But yeah, dad, lifelong Dodgers fan, son, Giants fan. That's got to sting a little bit. It, it, is that is that common in a lot of families? Like, do you have that where a family member kind of betrayed you, whether it's a sports team, whether it's... Maybe hating your favorite musical group or something like that. When did, when did you feel betrayed in your own family for something like that? That's I mean that's a rivalry right there, Dodgers and, and Giants for sure. And it was before the playoffs. It's always mm-hmm. been a big rivalry in my house. Growing up outside of Philadelphia, my mom is a huge Eagles fan. Her whole side of the family is Eagles fan. My dad was just my dad's a Cowboys fan, and I was just kind of raised to be a Cowboys fan, and so was my brother. So in a way, I, I betrayed my mom and the city of Philadelphia by rooting for the hated Dallas Cowboys, but that's just the way my, my dad raised us, and we followed that path, and so did my brother, and and, and that's how we, the road we went down. But if, if I look at it, break it down, betrayed my mom, her side of the family, the entire city by rooting for the evil Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, JC's like, how could you become a Giants <laughs> fan when your dad's a Dodger fan? How rude. Oh, yeah. Also, um, I like the Cowboys, and I was born and raised in Philly. <laughs> my entire childhood. How could you? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was kind of cool, though. It was kind of cool being the outcast when it came to that. Like, yeah, yeah, go Eagles. I'm a Cowboys fan. Sorry. Man, you get strange looks, though, when you tell people that. You do. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that nowadays, no one's from where they're from, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like I, everyone asks how I became a Yankee fan growing up in Colorado, and it's like I have to go through the whole story. It's like, you know what? There was not the Rockies weren't there yet. And the only games they showed were Dodgers, Cubs, and Yankees. And I picked the I picked the Yankees. Those are the ones that I decided to follow. And then once I was established as a fan, I, I had a hard time, you know, moving to. I still, I still like Denver teams, but mm-hmm. the Rockies they were never really on my radar. Do we, how has your family member betrayed you? Do you have a situation where your kids root for a different team? You, your girls and everyone's all on the same page when it comes to sports teams in your house. Well. Yes and no. When my, oh, okay, when Sophie and Brooklyn were really little, they did not want to go with Broncos. So Sophie decided she was going to be a Detroit Lions fan. 
just <laughs> randomly pick the alliance? Um, she liked Megatron. What's the guy's name? Uh, Calvin Johnson. Yes, uh-huh. she loved him. So she's like, I am a Detroit Lions fan. Never even been to Detroit, but she liked that guy. And we, she's like, please, that's my team. So we got her Detroit Lions jersey. She was a Detroit fan, and they stopped playing. And she's like, I don't like Detroit anymore. Um, Brooklyn. She grew up. She she was really little, and she's like, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. We're like, how come? And she's like, I just like the Green Bay Packers. We never really got a reason. She decided that was her team. So we got her a uh, cute little one of those pink Green Bay Packers uh, children's jerseys. She was a Packers fan for one season. And then and now they're both Broncos fans. So I, I don't really know how that happened. They transitioned into the Broncos. <laughs> I think it was just they wanted to feel like they made their own decision and mm-hmm. we didn't force them into it. And we did it. And we were like, OK, you're a Lions fan. You're a Packers fan. Good for you. But then um, on the Packers. End, or on the Lions end, I think Sophie was disappointed her team was not doing very well ever. <laughs> and then with the Packers, they were, but she just changed her mind. So I didn't look at it as a betrayal. I looked at it as them trying to find their own. <laughs> like, Finding their way, yes. Well, uh-huh. Let me find my way to the Broncos, uh, no matter how far I have to go out there. But I thought that was kind of funny. You let them journey on their own. You're sitting at the house. They'll find their way. They'll find their, they'll, they'll find the right way home. Very expensive dust rags. <laughs> Actually, I think we ended up donating them, but I was just like, what? Why why the Detroit? Why Green Bay? This is very interesting. What if what if Detroit would have been fan, a great team? Wonder where uh, Sophie's allegiance would have, would have fallen if, if if Detroit at the time was a successful football team. It was really for the player, not the team. Mm. And same thing with like LeBron. They oh, when he was with Cleveland, when he was with uh, the, he, he was with the Heat, right? Yes, yeah, yeah Miami. Yeah. There, like they were. She's always a fan. Went to the Lakers, fan of the Lakers now. So she really just follows the players. Individually, It's kind of interesting. The Hot 3 is up next. What do you got for us? Okay, so a lot of people are going to start traveling. And when is the best time to book a flight? A new travel hack report has come out. We're going to get you the details on that. Also, do you think that nice guys finish last? We may have some uh, proof that that adage is true. And a couple opens their suitcase at the airport and you will not believe what they found inside that is all coming up after the jonas brothers and marshmallow it's mix 94.1 marshmallow and jonas brothers leave before you love me on mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning it's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. Expedia just released its annual travel hack report, and they've got some pretty specific advice on how to save money on flights. The best day to book is on a Sunday, at least 21 days before you want to fly. Rates start going up around three weeks before a flight. So they say the ideal time to book is four to five weeks in advance and you can save an average of five percent on domestic flights ten percent on international flights if you buy your tickets on a sunday who knew they also looked at the best days to fly in general you're going to play less if you fly later in the week meaning wednesday through saturday they claim trips that begin on a sunday monday or tuesday tend to be the most expensive and january is the cheapest month to fly in the u.s while june is the most expensive you have no idea about that sunday thing that's a nice little hack i know i'm gonna start doing that next time i fly who knew Are are you going home for the holidays at all 
I don't think so. No, I <laughs> was. There's a little story there, but I'm not going to get into it now. Okay. Um, my mom invited us to come spend Thanksgiving, and you know, all all heck is breaking loose on that one. So I was like, yeah, I think we're just going to sit this one out and stay at home this year. How about you? Uh, we'll be here for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. You guys just doing the two of you? You guys? Yeah, gonna, yeah. Uh, my wife's and uncle were going to come join us, but uh, he blew out his knee when uh, while on vacation, so he's having knee. I want to say it's knee replacement surgery, oh. some kind of big surgery going on right before they were supposed to come out here for Thanksgiving. So, But for Christmas time, we're going to try to get back home and see our family. It's well, been buy, coming up on two years. Buy your tickets on a Sunday. I'm going to wait. <laughs> I, and plus, we're less. We, we, it's more than 21 days. So it should yeah. be safe as far as price-wise. Exactly. All right. Nice guys finish last once again. Being nice makes women more attractive to men, according to research. However, for men... Being nice did not make them more attractive to women. If anything, being nice has a slightly negative effect of <laughs> on the attractiveness of a man to a woman. Wow. So there's, there's, those are lies when you say, I just want to meet a nice guy. No, you don't. You're no, a you bad don't. boy is what you want. <laughs> you don't want a nice guy because you're less attracted to a, a nice guy. Oh, that makes me so sad. Well, nice guys, don't let little surveys like this change how you are. <laughs> Continue to be a nice guy. Oh, gosh, that was so unattractive when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just still be nice. <laughs> Seriously, don't try to. Like, I remember a girl broke up with me because uh, her parents liked me too much. I'll never forget this. This girl's hot. We're, we're, we're like hanging out. Things are going well. And she ends it. I'm like, well, what, what's, what's, why are you ending it? My parents like you too much. Well, why is that a bad thing? Why is that a bad thing if I get along with your parents? I think, okay, I, and I don't know. I don't know the situation. But let me just say, I think she probably misspoke. It, it was probably that you were becoming better friends with her parents than you were with her. And that when she knows like that you hang out with her parents, that makes her less likely to want to like let you see her nether regions like, oh, he like hangs with my dad. And here you go. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, you know, the family I'm talking about. Yeah, you were better friends with the parents. The, and that would be weird. That, I, I can see where she was coming from. It's not because you were nice. It's not because they liked you. It's because you were becoming better friends with the parents than you were with her. And that was weird. I was friends with well, They were your friends. You introduced me to them. I became very friendly with them. And I was friends with them. And then I remember, like, uh, we're at Petapalooza. And they're like, oh, our daughter's coming over. I'm like, oh, meet the daughter. I'm like, whoa, this is your daughter? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> and we hung out. We hit it off. And then a few weeks later. Can't hang out this weekend. And then she, she dropped that bomb on me. I'm like, darn it. Yeah, I don't think it was because you were nice. I think it was just because you, you had an established relationship <laughs> with mom and dad. And that was kind of weird. And two weeks later, I was in Lake Havasu <laughs> with her parents. There, yeah, exactly. So case in point. All right. Finally, this morning, you know how people post photos of their pets sitting on their suitcases saying, oh, they don't want us to go. Well, here's what happens when the pet, when the pet ratchets things up a notch. A Texas couple named Jared and Christy Owens were flying here to Los Las Vegas for a weekend getaway earlier this month. Everything was going smoothly until they went to check their bags. And in one of them, well, one of them was five pounds over the limit. So they opened it up to see if they could rearrange some things. And there inside the suitcase was their dog. She's a chihuahua named Icky. They were shocked. They didn't know what to do. I mean, they're getting ready to come to Vegas and their dog literally snuck in their suitcase. They packed it and they had no idea the dog was in there. 
Luckily, a Southwest Airlines agent named Kathy Cook volunteered to babysit Icky for them until they got back. And they actually took her up on the offer. This was back before Southwest was canceling all their flights, by the way. Um, as wild as the story is and how cool it was of Kathy to help, Jared admitted that this could have easily been a very tragic story if the bag was not overweight Icky would never have been discovered, and who knows what could have happened at that point. Yeah, where were they flying from? Um, th- Texas. Te- oh, yeah, that's a little bit of a flight, too. And they checked that back. Oh, yeah. bad ending. But we, so we've got two chihuahuas, and they get in spots, too, and they get in a, in a deep sleep or something. You don't know where they are sometimes. But that- I, I would think if, I pick, if, if Zoe got in the bag, I zipped it up and picked it up, I think she would make a noise. You think you'd pick up on that, right? But maybe they're, it's muffled. Underneath, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Or maybe you like, what's that squeakiness? Oh, well, who cares? <laughs> Turn up the radio. Let's go. Or you know? do you think this was, these are not good pet owners, and this was their way to try to travel with their dog, and they got busted? Like, how did she get in there? Oh, my gosh. I really want to hope, you know, I, I, I believe in the good in people, and I don't think they would do that. I would really hope not. <laughs> Coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour, we have your tickets to go see the script, and we got them at 940. The weekend and Mix 94.1 presents the script at House of Blues. The show is happening April 1st, 2022. We want you to join us. So we have your tickets coming up this hour at 940. It is a beautiful, clear day, a little chilly. The high today is only going to be 67 and right now it's 55, but I will take it. Over that craziness that was the wind the other night. That was just nuts. And it was so funny because yesterday I went home. I got home from work and uh, I my husband goes, hey, I need your help in the backyard. And I was like, oh, gosh, why? We go back there and our couch is in the pool. Oh, <laughs> this is the second time it happened to us with the wind. So... So he gets the uh, the skimmer for the leaves in the pool, and we like hook it into the couch and pull it out of there, and it's drying. But man, that that wind wreaked havoc. I had my neighbor text me and ask if her um, if her her Halloween decorations were in my backyard. <laughs> She's like, I'm missing a couple of of those uh, gravestones. Do you, are they in your backyard by chance? I'm like, sorry, there's just a pool in my or there's just a couch in my pool. Has has the weather ruined anything for you? Maybe it's not just the wind, but have you ever had to battle the weather? For something and it completely beat you. Seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred. I think I think the wind really did uh beat a lot of people the pa- in the past couple of days. Oh, it took it to the valley. And and when you're in that situation too, where you have that patio furniture that goes in the pool, it's easy to pull it to the surface, but once you have to lift it up out of the pool, that's when the thing starts to just weigh oh. a ton. For for this go around in my backyard, there are a bunch of plastic bags that were in my backyard. Front yard, there were someone's air filters from their home. They must have in their trash can. Ended up in my front yard, so I put them in my trash can. But I have had the couch cushions go in there before. And then also, gosh, maybe a couple years ago, bad windstorm, our grill ended up in the pool. (gasps) Grill in the pool. Gas grill? Gas grill in the pool. Oh, no. Gas grill in the pool. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Could that, you even recover that? Yes. Oh, I got I got in there. Yeah, you have to get the, in there on that one. So Laura had to come out inside of that one. I had to get into that one, haul the thing out. So we have how our pool is. There is like this, I guess it's called like a sun deck inside the pool. So when you first step in it, it's like a foot deep. And then it drops off to the four or five, six feet, whatever it is. So it had fallen into that one foot area. So it wasn't that bad getting it out. But still, that's not fun. That thing, I didn't know how that thing rolled over to the pool yeah no kidding it's, it's like you, 10 feet away i mean how do you clean that afterwards call your pool guy 
Uh, no, the grill. I'm still oh, on the grill. Oh, the grill. The grill itself uh, is clean afterwards. I know, it's but chlorinated. it's like, it's, yeah, but that just, I just that's I just, crazy. I just hosed it down afterwards. You did? Yeah, because oh. I wasn't sure about the chlorine and stuff on the actual grate and everything, but I just hosed it down and it was fine. Oh, anyone else get beaten up either by the wind? Maybe it was the rain. Maybe it was the snow. Maybe an earthquake. How did how did the oh. weather or a natural disaster completely destroy you 702-364-9400 this text just came in it says years ago on new year's eve our neighbor's trampoline flew over our house and broke some roof tiles and one of the poles impaled into our neighbor's garage whoa yeah i've seen i've seen trampolines on the news like go into other people's yards and neighborhoods and it's funny because i saw i think it was maybe a tiktok where um they flew into a neighbor's yard and they got it all on video and they're like, we just got a new trampoline because they're like, we're not going to give it back. It just landed here. So finders keepers on this one. There was uh, I saw this one on social media. It was a bounce house and, and the caption was, I think we're going to lose our security deposit. And it shows like a storm outside and this bounce house just blowing across the street into the neighbor's yards and getting stuck between two homes. At least it got stuck there. There is hope of getting it, Did back. They get it back. Just deflate it once the <laughs> storm is over, right? <laughs> Those things, too. If you got a trampoline and there's wind coming, what do you do? I mean, it's going to end up somewhere else besides your backyard. Well, and that's the thing. You can try to you know, keep it, put some weights on it, and do anything you can. But I saw so many of the like the Halloween decorations that people thought were completely secured with weights. Like, there's no way this stuff is moving anywhere, and they're just all over. So now. You know, there's gravestones in yards I didn't see before that I'm wondering, like, are these yours or are these the neighbors? I'm not sure. Do you have one of those owls in your backyard? I have one of those owls that's supposed to, you know, spook the pigeons and everything. And that thing is sitting right next to my pool. So in my pool, as I said, couch cushions, uh, the, the barbecue grill in there, all this stuff. But that owl withstands every single windstorm. That thing never moves. And it's just filled with sand. Yeah, we have two of them. We have one in the backyard. That thing is still in place. And the one in the front yard, it's so funny because our owl has... As um, a broken skull, I was cleaning out some rocks in this little area in front of my house, and I was throwing them behind my shoulder. I wasn't even paying uh-huh. attention. I was like, doo, doo, doo. and I hear this clunk, crack, and I, I look, and I hit the poor owl right in the head, uh-huh. and it cracked its skull, and I just like left it as a warning. It's zombie owl. It's going to come get you, pigeons. Zombie owl here. It's got a cracked skull, and he's still going to come get you. Pigeons are thinking about landing. Like, no, the owl has got a cracked skull, and it's still alive. Stay away from that thing. Oh. <laughs> zombie owl. Well, nice weather for the next few days, which is a good thing. At least no wind for the next couple days. Thank goodness. It's Mix 94.1. Ed Sheeran, whose album is coming out at the end of this month, October 29th. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Vegas Born is trending this morning. Last night, the Vegas Golden Knights kicked off the 2021-2022 season against the Seattle Kraken. It was the first game for the expansion team. The VGK scored first on a goal from Max Pacioretty, followed by a goal from Jonathan Marcheseau. Patches scored again in the second period, along with uh, Ryan Donato from the Kraken. So we had a game going. Their first franchise goal was followed by their second, though, from Jaden Schwartz. And then Morgan Geeky tied up the game in the third period. But Chandler Stevenson... Uh, and his skate got the go-ahead goal after the puck deflected off of his skate, giving Vegas the win 4-3. to three. The Golden Knights head to L.A. to face the Kings tomorrow night. If you need your fix of Marc-Andre Fleury, his first game is tonight with Chicago against, against the Avalanche. Yeah. 
Yeah. We don't talk about that anymore. We got it. It's a new era. It's yeah, a new we, era for uh, Vegas Golden Knights. No, we love him. I will definitely be following him. Um, also this morning, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are trending. The couple did an interview with a British GQ and discussed their personal issues. Megan opened up. She said that we may look at someone and, and think they're so beautiful, their mo- life must be so easy. But she noted that they most likely don't feel that way about themselves. When asked if that was the case with her, she said, yeah, I have body dysmorphia. I have a lot of deep insecurities. Machine Gun Kelly said that not only does he suffer from post-traumatic stress from his difficult upbringing and drug issues, but he also has an artist's temperament, whatever that may be. He says he's working on being as grounded as Megan, but he's not there yet. He does say she's helped him realize that you can't bury your trauma. He's in town this weekend at Virgin Hotel Saturday night. I wonder if she'll be here with him this weekend. I'm guessing that's a yes. I'm just guessing, but uh, who knows? That's a... yeah, you know, it's it's pretty amazing. Like, you look at that couple, and they're just, like, so affectionate. And like, oh, my gosh, their relationship is so hot. But you you see, life is all about people seeing what they want you to see, mm-hmm. right? There's just so much underneath that. Everyone's so. got issues and dealing with something. Yep. Finally, this morning, Mountain Dew is trending. We had heard rumors about this last year, but now it's official. Mountain Dew, they are releasing a gingerbread soda for the holidays. I don't know how I feel about this one. It's called Mountain Dew Gingerbread Snapped, and it's described as Mountain Dew with a, quote, blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. I don't know that they should have put artificial in there. Like, that's not really a selling point for me. Uh, They haven't released, uh, revealed a release date yet. All we know is it's going to hit shelves before the end of the year, and that is what's trending. Here we go. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best on Mix 94.1. Hey, Lisa. Hey. You're caller 20. You're going to see the script. Nice. Congratulations. Yay. I love that. Thank you. This is going to be a great show. Mix 94.1 presents the script. House of Blues, April 1st, 2022. You're all set. Congratulations, Lisa. Thank you so much. You got it. Thank you for listening. We have more tickets coming up today. Make sure you're listening to Heather because she'll give some away in the 12 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Make sure you check out the podcast if you missed anything from today's show. It is wherever you get your podcast. You can get it for free. And you can also get it on our website, Mix941.fm. Heather is on the way next. And right now it's time for the line of the day. Mercedes is pretty good at replicating iconic movie lines. Here she is with the closing line from Shawshank Redemption. I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific is as blue as it has been in my dreams. I hope. Let's compare it to the actual line from Shawshank. I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific is as blue as it has been in my dreams. Not bad. I, I couldn't tell the difference, quite frankly. I, it, it sounded like the exact same line you just played over and over. Well, speaking of that, I actually have a mashup of the two. Here we go. Really? This is iconic. Here we okay. go. Brace yourself. I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific is as blue as it has been in my dreams. I hope. I hope. <laughs> Man. That's good. That was really good. What of the seagull knows he's famous. 
that. <laughs> it's probably just a sound effects board. Yeah. <laughs> There's no seagull that knew. Okay, I wonder, do I come in? At what point do I come in? Do you want me to come in at this part or when? When he says Pacific Ocean, come in then. Okay, go. Seagull, you're on. I came in early. You're fired. That'll do it for show number 1501 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.